Hey guys, Free Focus Podcast, episode 8, recording on Tuesday, 4th of May, and joined by my co-host, Shahan. How are you going? Yeah, good, Shanaga. I can't um, not mention the May the 4th, your favourite day of the year. <laughs> what? May the 4th? Huh? I'm missing this joke. Star Wars. Oh, Star Wars. <laughs> May the 4th, you know. <laughs> we'll, we'll edit this out. Yeah, Shanaga's a big um, Star Wars fan. But the kangaroos, speaking of, uh, did post out... Uh, happy May the Fourth, and post the picture of R two, R two D two, like R two Bosanavalagi, which is pretty funny. So good on the media team. Yeah, historic day. Um, yeah, so we'll uh, do the footy news flash first. So another WA COVID scare. So a derby match. I think they announced a few hours before that there was yeah. no crowd. Two hours before, I yeah. think Mark McGowan made the call. So it would have um put off a lot of people's plans, huh? Yeah, because I think they're saying the Eagles lost more than two mils. It was their home game, and Freo lost just over oh, over a million dollars from the Ruse match, where there was no crowd. So, mm-hmm. um, and there are in talks to move the Freo and Lions match from Optus to the Gabba this week. I think that's confirmed. Is it confirmed? I is think it? So, okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's um, for the Lions. I guess yeah, they had to stay back in Melbourne early in the year, so now they get a win here. So maybe it balances itself out in the long term. Yeah. Uh, but Freo. Yeah, not good for them, and let's go to the money. Yeah, I don't think you can just recoup that money too. I think it's just part of the part of the game, really, isn't it? Yeah, well, I guess economically, it could have gone into the society. Maybe people yeah. went to pubs and got takeaway food and that sort of thing, but yeah. um, it's a small price to pay for the safety of the community. Yeah, 100%. And yeah, the Eagles are playing the MCG this Saturday against the Hawks, and they might be forced to stay longer just depending on Mm-hmm. The case they might have to do a lines and stay for I don't know a week mm-hmm. or two at least. Yeah, but the grand scheme of things, I think the AFL will be happy how the season's panning out. Yeah, yeah, it's only really WA that's had the mm-hmm. oh sorry WA and Brisbane that have had issues, but they've been resolved relatively quickly. Yeah, because the last thing they'd want is another hub style situation. Oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, some of the talking points. So. AFL admits the Jeremy Cameron mark should have been paid. Did you have a look at that at all? Yeah, I was watching it live. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, the uh, we didn't have sound on when I was watching it. Yeah. So What was your gut instinct? More than 15? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. So because I didn't have the sound on, didn't know what was happening. So yeah. just assumed it was touched. Um, but there's still debate on whether it was touched or... Is that... Oh, yeah, I... I don't think, like, the umpire was pretty sure that it was less than 15, so that was his call. Like, you could hear him in the call saying... Mid-air, when the ball... Yeah, mid-air, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I think that that what supersedes the touch, maybe. Of course, yeah. yeah. If that's if the... What, what do you call it? The umpire that was calling yeah. that said that, then it obviously wasn't touched. Um, what do you reckon? A bit of karma? Yeah, definitely, I think. Because, yeah, Blitzfuss was definitely holding the ball. Bailey would have had a set shot. 10, 15 metres out, not much of an angle. So, yeah, just rubber the green. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. teams have been cost yeah, cost teams games in the past. So, at least with this one, Geelong got a win because of umpire and they've lost one now. Yeah, and um, yeah, people are going to say, what, have, what about the other 10 free kicks that were missed yeah. prior? But same thing with the Geelong-Brisbane game. So, it's yeah. going to happen every game. But yeah. it's just that last decision was the one that could have yeah. impacted the game directly. Yeah, and um, the row bottom as well. You Did you think that was holding the ball? Or maybe uh, a few seconds later it would have been? Yeah, maybe a few seconds later. I think the siren went after he yeah. had it, but he only had it for a few seconds. 
Uh, even Selwood's tackle, I don't know, maybe could have been high. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, so. So he didn't make an attempt. So it would have been holding the ball at some stage. But yeah, Tyron was lucky to beat them to the punch. So yeah, yeah. so Paddy McCartan, so he's been suspended for five weeks for the punch to x Aaron Black's jaw in the VFL. Yeah, I saw this, this behind the footage. So there was a bit of bumping and then McCartan took a couple of swings and yeah. connected with um, Black's jaw. And he fell. He looked like he got concussed. And yeah, he stumbled. stumbled a bit, yeah. Mm. But they say he didn't get concussed. No, he went. He went back on. So, I mean, if he, if he didn't go back on, five weeks would have been maybe I don't know eight potentially. But mm. yeah, for a guy that's had eight concussions himself, it's yeah, bit of a baffling incident because you would have thought he'd be the last person that would, yeah, do yeah. that type of thing. Yeah, that's why this is a story. I think. Yeah. Um. Maybe he just had a bit of a brain fade and. I think he apologised as yeah, well. He yeah, he definitely did apologise. I think there's a video footage of that as well, which has been released. Yeah, but uh, yeah, hopefully Black recovers. So yeah, I don't want to see any sort of contact to the head, really. I think everyone should have learnt from the gaff Brayshaw incident. Yeah, exactly. And uh, you think McCartan gets picked up now in the mid-season draft? Because there was talk of it. Because he's playing with well, the Sydney Swans now, right? VFL team, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well... Mid draft is in five weeks, so yeah. I think this was his first or second game. I don't know, but yeah, um, yeah probably not. If he had, his chances are slim anyway, so yeah. probably has to wait till the end of the year. Yeah. Okay, we might <clears throat> move on to the games, game reviews. Uh, kicking off with Port Brisbane, you guys went down unfortunately to the Lions up there at the Gabba. Yeah, so second test away from home against the Flag Fancy. And yeah, just got smashed. So Hinkley's called us listless in the post-match presser. Only three goals total until late in the fourth. And yeah, Harris Andrew I thought was best on ground. Six intercept marks to him in, in the first quarter alone. Game high, 11 total. So even though we had eight plus eight inside 50, 50s, uh, efficiency inside 50 was just horrendous. 35% versus Brisbane 55. So yeah, just cost us the game right there. Yeah, what sort of impact, um, you might mention this later, but just with no Boke, do you reckon that sort of uh, was a catalyst? Yeah, I mean, we, we did get smashed in the contestable minus 23. Definitely doesn't help. Um, I thought Drew did pick up the slack, got 32 and 12 clearances. But um, yeah, I mean, Brisbane was missing Neil and, and Jared Berry. So they're missing two of their prime movers. We're missing Butters and Boke from inside from the inside mid-brigade, but... Yeah, it's not definitely not an excuse, but yeah, it definitely didn't help us. And you didn't bring in Rockliffe? He, he wasn't in the frame to come in? Yeah, so they picked Sam Pepper. So they picked him. Um, didn't have much of an impact. Um, didn't really play inside mid too much. It was more half forward. But yeah, I would have thought Rockliffe would have got in because he's had more more than a few weeks of form, whereas Pepper's only had really one good match. Yeah, and also that advantage of being familiar with the Gabba and... Things like that might have felt right. Yeah. It's interesting. Rockliffe's done his PCL. Looks like he's done his PCL in the Sandville too. So he's just had a a concussion in this. So it's just, yeah, been an unlucky season for him. Yeah, so really only Wines mentioned Drew and Aaliyah. Only those three prevented a 100-point belting. Couldn't find any other players that got pass marks. Fantasia, 7. Hartlett, 8. Darcy Byrne-Jones, 11. All pretty poor. Das got moved into the midfield in the second half, but yeah, just had no no impact at all. Mm-hmm. And um, Dixon's set shot goalkeeping was a bit down. I think Andrews yeah. was doing a little bit of a 
I don't know. What do you yeah, what that? is that? It was. I think it's from a movie or something. Movie or TV show. Yeah. It's a character he was playing. That inflatable man. With yeah, inflatable man, that's the one, yeah. Swings his arms, yeah. So they reckon they put him off, but do you think... Um, surely AFL footballers can yeah. not get put off. I think there's plenty of players that are... Like, I think Harry McKay probably kicked the goal. At least a few goals with Harris Andrews doing the same thing, but... Yeah, there's another one. Um, two goals swing by yeah, Sahar that pushed Robinson down while Dixon did have a set shot in quarter one. And Brisbane went on the other end and kicked a goal. So that was a bit of a momentum shift. And yeah, Marshall had a really poor game, dropped three easy marks early. Um, and you mentioned Dixon too. Just looked a bit tired, didn't really present a contest like he normally does. Got outmarked a fair few times. And yeah, Cameron, Charlie Cameron, didn't kick straight. We're pretty lucky. Four goals, four. And yeah, just dominate after Burton got subbed out at half time. So was that slick run and carry style play there? Like I know, I know, like guys yeah. like yeah, Darcy Ben Jones, Motlop, yeah, and I guess Butters didn't play, but these guys like to run off. Yeah, we, we, we couldn't really get near it in the midfield. I mean, down twenty three contested, contested ball, the ball's always going to be in Brisbane's half, and when the ball was in ours. Yeah, just a lot of fumbles and yeah, missed tackles when Brisbane did have the ball. So it didn't really allow our half-backs mm-hmm. to, get, to get involved. Yeah, fumbles I can sort of understand because sometimes it can be a bit dewy and a bit wet yeah. after the gabat during um, night games especially. Yeah. But yeah, if you're missing tackles, then that's sort of inexcusable. Yeah, and even uh, Jonas's vision of him, him missing tackles soon. He's normally leading the charge. Um, yeah, thought Sam May is a bit harsh, but... Came on as a sub and just doesn't look at AFL level. I think I think there's probably players like Dylan Williams who had a good game in the sample, a bit younger that can come in um, and have more of an impact as well. Who did he come in for, Sam? Um, Someone get injured? Yeah, Burton subbed out with oh, a, a rib. Um, I think he's been clear this week anyway. Yeah. So for the Lions, your boy McCluggage, probably second best on. 30 and 6 clearances plus game high metered gain. Lions good again with 28 and 7 clearances. And Dano really active around the ground with two goals and the fifth most metres game. So um, probably Brisbane's best win of the year. Yeah, I, I didn't watch the game. I saw some of the highlights. But um, yeah, and Charlie Cameron was sort of back to his goal-kicking best. Yeah. Um, and uh, Fredericks, was he? He was okay though. Yeah, Fredericks was okay. I don't think, I think he'll stay in the team. I think maybe Hartlett's the, the call Hinkley might make, but I'll touch on that. With the uh, preview and uh, oh wait before we go like yeah. so this is your second year lost away from home yeah. like you mentioned and second belting really yeah. so the other times you've travelled what you, you just had a poor start against the kangaroos in round one but yeah bounced got, back yeah got on top and then Carlton was the other one we won yeah won that pretty comfortably yeah pretty yeah. comfortable I think it just yeah there's definitely question marks about our flag contention because. Yeah, they're the two, yeah. two of the top five, six teams, and we've just got smashed, not even close. Mm-hmm. So, you, well, you're like five and two now with a healthy percentage. Um, yeah, it's it's a healthy percent. I mean, we're third, we're about eight percent ahead of fourth place Swans, but yeah, mm-hmm. again, I mean, yeah, Tigers six, Brisbane seven, they're probably pushing um, us at the moment, and they might yeah, get into the top. Yeah, you can't afford to drop any too many more, otherwise <laughs> yeah. you're looking at not having a home final. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Definitely won't want to have a loss like that again mm-hmm. against a contender anyway. Mm-hmm. So yeah, moving on to the Roos and D's. I did see it at half time and you guys were up. Yeah. <laughs> did you refresh your phone? Yeah, I refreshed I thought, it was, I thought it was the wrong way around, yeah. <laughs> well, you wouldn't be the first one to make that mistake because commentators kept calling Melbourne North Melbourne and uh. North Melbourne Melbourne. <laughs> 
so yeah, it was a good game. Um, again, uh, couldn't watch this live, but I yeah, caught, caught it on the radio um, live and then watched, rewatched it, obviously. And yeah, it was a game of two halves. So yeah, like you said, I think we kicked nine goals in the first half, yeah. but then in the second half sort of ran out of gas and uh, maybe even mentally just not remembering how to win sort of um, couldn't get the job done. So two goals in the second half. And yeah, so we won the first half by 20 and lost the second by 50. So yeah. in the end, it was a 30 point loss to the D's who turned out to be yeah, too classy. And um, they just made up a bit more steel these days, these demons. Yeah, definitely not the 19 and 20 versions. We'll touch on the, the positives. That was the first half. How, what did you what did you say of that? Uh, so, yeah, just, this, we just won the ball. Like, contested possession was up. Um, guys like Hall, Simpkin, Cunnington were dominating. Uh, Hall's drive from the back line has been first class in the games he's played. Um, I'm just starting to see it now, like, yeah. um, and appreciating what he does. Um, because this was his best game, I think. And I've been pretty critical of Hall because when he had played sort of midfield or forward, he'd yeah. just bomb it. But now I think he's sort of using the ball a bit better. So maybe Noble's got to him. So uh, he yeah. probably deserves another contract, I think, because okay, he comes yeah. out of contract, I think, this year. Uh, it was our highest score of the year as well. So not a massive score, but um, yeah, a few multiple goal kickers like Larky, Tom Campbell as well. He stood yeah. up early, so he took a couple of good marks. Uh, went missing a little bit after the quarter time, but he just important for structure and helps Larky sort of um, helps him play better as well. Yeah. And then with the uh, clearances, the one player in particular that oh, yeah. impact? Yeah, Cunnington, he, he was unbelievable. I think, especially in the first half, I think he had 20 possessions and half a dozen clearances or something. Just reminds you how good he was because he had a fairly in- interrupted season last year with injuries. Yeah, I think and... he only played two or three games last yeah. year, but... He was also uh, was able to go forward and kick a couple of goals. Yeah. So a couple of ground ball gets and he snapped them through truly. Um, defensively, I think Mackay played really well on Brown. Yeah. Brown only had uh, five touches and a couple of goals. Yeah. So Mackay yeah, is developing really quickly. And uh, even Kane Corns mentioned this year, uh, in, this week, that Mackay would be sort of up there with the best and fairest. So, oh, yeah. Um, which is pretty common for like a bottom team to have a defender. Because yeah. the ball's down there a lot, but yeah, well. uh, he's developing pretty well. Walker good again, and Bonner, um, unfortunately, was was subbed out after he got uh, a corky. Um, he's been really impressive down back too. So he was, and he did start it. pretty well. Yeah. yeah. So how did Zebul go down back? Probably been your best. Well, the, the yeah, the demons were pretty accurate in terms of goal kicking, so yeah. he didn't have a lot of chance kicking, to play yeah. on. Yeah, from kicking, so. Uh, whereas Frio had 15 behinds and yeah. Demons only had seven. So, uh, but he's still okay. We're just a little bit fumbly. There's a couple of goals we um, let slip where he should have marked it, but he went for the mark, fumbled, and it was yeah. a goal. And then, yeah, I saw one instance. Yeah. Yeah, and another time he just spoils his own man. So, uh, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it's not as big. He's been a lot better than I was expecting. Yeah. Um, what else? I, I was thinking, like, during the game, like, if we had Sean Higgins play, yeah. he could have won us the game, essentially, because yeah. he just is a match winner, right? So, 
Like last, he's, in his career, he's done it a few times where it's just off his own boot has just got us over the line. So yeah. without him there, I reckon um, yeah, we're losing these games. We could have probably win. And uh, uh, yeah, so who else? So in terms of inside 50s too, did you win that count? Uh, we lost it, but it was pretty even. It was 51 to 53. It was just a disposal efficiency inside 50, yeah. which let us down. So that's where the game sort of breaks down for us. Because yeah. uh, either the players get too tired or just not physically developed enough. So yeah. We kicked it to Will Phillips a couple of times and he's not the person to be con- taking contested marks. Yeah. He almost kicked a ripper goal, by the way, from the boundary, just a, a Sharnika special with like that. <laughs> he's, kicked a, he's kicked a goal, hasn't he? He has kicked two yeah. goals, yeah, yeah, in his career. And Powell got on the scoreboard again. He's continuing to have a good year, 23 touches. Rising star, you reckon he'd be up there? Because he's had a fairly consistent Yeah, he's up season. there. I think FL Nation do like a... Rising star, yeah, tally. Yeah, yeah, so he's on top of that now. Yeah. I think he's leapfrogged um, Golden from the Swans, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, hasn't got a rising star nom yet. I think Luke Jackson got it this week, and got his he, second one, yeah, yeah, and he probably deserved it to be honest. I think he was pretty dominant and one of the demons' most influential players yeah. in a win. Um, about uh, Kane Turner too. So he's had a yeah career rejuvenation. You would have thought. Yeah, exactly. Um, David Noble's switching up some positions for some players, and Turner's one that was a key, uh, I mean, not a key forward, a, a small forward, a yeah, pocket player. Yeah. yeah, so with his defensive um, tackling pressure and accountability. So he's um, was played in defense a bit last year with under Reece Shaw, but um, Noble's giving him the responsibility of being a run with player yeah. now that um, yeah, Jacobs is out and we don't really have a tagger. So he's naturally pretty accountable. So he's doing pretty well in that role. And he was able to find a bit of the footy this week with 27 touches, yeah. which was a career best. So he's not the most sort of skillful player. So when sometimes he does butcher it. But if he can play like that hard, um, yeah, hard, like tagging role yeah. on the best midfielder, then he'll go, go a long way for the team to get their first win. And uh, Taron Thomas, he's been a bit maligned this season. How did you find him? Yeah, he's sort of slowly improving. It's a bit of a slow burn, but he does a few flashy things each game. And he had 27 pressure acts, which is probably an area which the coaches want him to work on. Yeah. So, like David Juniak, who's improved his um, defensive uh, pressure and uh, yeah. part of his game, I think Thomas is doing the same. And the offensive things will come as well. Um, speaking of which, yeah, David Juniak was a laid out, so... Hopefully get him back soon. But I understand his father's sick. Yeah, it's or, personal reasons. Yeah, personal yeah. reasons. So hopefully all is well. And yeah, he gets back when he's ready. Speaking of um, positional changes, uh, I think when McDonald is back, yeah. maybe look at moving Atlee forward because he's got the pace. So he's going to worry any defender who's yeah. manned up on him. And he's not a bad goal kicker. Like he kicked a running goal on the weekend. Yeah. So if he can do that, then... Um, I think he'd make a pretty handy, sort of quick, small forward. Yeah, he stagnated um, a bit down back and just making too many errors. Yeah, stagnated for like 150 games. It's <laughs> <laughs> being, being nice. Uh, yeah, but um, Hall, Hall's move into defence and Goldie's spending more time forward. Yeah. Uh, other sort of changes. And Stevenson playing yeah, more midfield. As well. Things he's changed, so yeah. So who, who for the D's impressed... You. Well, it's the small to medium forwards again, uh, especially Fritch with his six goals. Um, 
I don't know if maybe Bono was meant to be manned up on him, but after he went out, I yeah. think, um, yeah, we didn't really have the ideal matchup, uh, especially with Pickett and um, Spargo there as well. Yeah. So Pickett was a uh, awesome as well. Like every time he touched it, something happened. Yeah. Um, he's yeah, Pickett. Will you reckon he'd be all Australian contention? Yeah. I'd, who else would who, be? Who? Yeah, which other small forward? I mean, Charlie Cameron's had a, a quiet year. Um, Papley hasn't done too yeah. much. Yeah, he's just had moments here and there. I think Pickett's, yeah, might be number one. Yeah, I'd say so. Can't think of anyone else to sort of challenge him. Yeah, that I mean, traditional small forward role. Yeah, and Liam Ryan. I mean, Liam Ryan's not a small forward, but he's out injured. So. Toby Green's played the other one, but he's even playing more midfield. Yeah, he's, I mean, he plays key forward for the Giants, <laughs> essentially. Um, mm. Yeah, it's probably yeah, probably him. And you saw the Fridge um, report or the... Suspension. Yeah, a bit similar to not you know, similar to the Danger Boston incident. I mean, Powell didn't get concussed like Boston did, but yeah, he did get the one match ban and he got it overturned earlier tonight. Did you think that was fair? Yeah, I think so because he was Powell went low, yeah. and I don't think um, yeah, Fridge could have done too much more. Um, He's just protecting himself. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so no, I think it was a fair decision. I think. Okay. Um, I don't know, Alan and Michael Christians. Uh, Christensen, Christian, yeah. Mike Christian, Mike yeah. Christian, yeah, yeah, a couple of um decisions that's gone to tribunal and been overturned recently, yeah. so maybe he's being a bit unfair. Yeah. And uh, Adam Thomas, that's he did his ACL. So what do you think that means for the defence? Oh, so firstly, it's like terrible luck because yeah. he's been actually playing pretty well and yeah. found a spot because he's had trouble finding a genuine position in yeah. at AFL level. Uh, but yeah, unfortunately, did his ACL. Hopefully, he can come back halfway through next year and yeah. play some finals. Um, would you move uh, Tom McDonald back? Yeah, I, I'd probably keep McDonald forward. I think either Wiedemann or Brown plays for. I wouldn't want to play Brown. Two ben, ben Ben Brown. No, no, as in Wiedemann or Brown, one of those two playing forward, oh, okay. and then McDonald would stay forward as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, Lever's playing the third mm. key tour. So they've got a, a guy, Harrison Petty. Yeah. Um, I think they might try him. And if that doesn't work, then yeah, McDonald. Yeah, Gary Lyon was sort of big on Petty as well, saying he played a few games last year. So, um, And it would be good if they could get someone like that to develop, yeah. develop alongside May and Lever. Because um, yeah, May still takes the number one key, and then it's, yeah, well, mm. it was um, Tomlinson number two, and then Lever as that interceptor. And, yeah, James Jordan um, kicked a goal. <laughs> the commentator just said, Jordan shoots, Jordan scores. Jordan and shoots. Um, don't know if too many Jordans have played AFL. But, yeah, he was pretty good. He had some run, had 20 touches yeah. as well. And um, hopefully Ben Brown gets a few more games under his belt so it gets better because he was a little bit rusty, I thought. Yeah, first game back, so hopefully yeah, yeah. can improve from there. And the VFL... Team, how did they fare? Yeah, not much to report. <laughs> I just kicked three goals yeah. to the Demons. Uh, Casey Demons, 19 goals. Um, but Dumont got through the first half and a bit, 13 touches. Uh, Dom Tyson had the most disposals for the Kangaroos with 27. And Bailey Scott was another best for the Roos with 17. I mean, 19 and a goal. So, yeah. um, Do you think um, any one of those can break into the team or is it still... I mean, it's probably the best performance of the year, so you reckon there's uh, any changes? We might move on to the um, previews and yeah. I'll talk about the changes. So I wouldn't mind Garner breaking into that team yeah. just because he's played AFL and he's sort of 
not a kid. So yeah, maybe can bring someone like that in. So maybe um, Curtis Taylor didn't do too much. So I reckon his spot might be in a bit of trouble. And um, Blue Phillips and um, Powell, they keep improving week in, week out. And Lazaro, I thought he was very impressive in the last quarter, especially with his run and dash. So I'd keep playing the kids, but... If um yeah Curtis Taylor needs a break or Zerha Zerha has been a little bit out of form. Yeah. He's working hard I think, but he just can't. So the ball's not bouncing his way like literally. Yeah. Um at one point the ball just bounced the opposite way to the, yeah. the way he was running. So can't take a trick. Um uh, maybe he can um be a sub or something and let a guy like um even Bailey Scott because I know Bailey Scott can play forward and kick goals. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so matchups for the Pies and Roos game, I think. Um, yeah. yeah, if Bonner plays, he'll go to Degoe because I think he's that good matchup yeah. in terms of strength and speed. Um, my check is another important forward. Yeah, he kicked four goals and twelve marks on the Suns. Is there? I mean, Core's probably the ideal matchup, but I think he's still a while away, isn't he? Yeah, I think in at least a couple of weeks. I think his return got got. Um, yeah, yeah to be confirmed. Yeah, which is not good. Yeah, it was meant to be two to four weeks, but now. I think this is the fourth week and he's still not there. Uh, Stevenson plays his old team, so looking to prove a point, I suppose. Yeah, if he kicks a few goals and yeah, proves them well. Yeah, and um, I've been impressed by Cameron for the Pies as well, the last few times he's played. So he's getting a bit of the ball, Cameron, and he's... Um, yeah, keeping yeah. Cox out as well. Yeah, so Mackay would have his hands full and hopefully continues his good form. But uh, it's going to come down to the rocks and centre clearances where the game's going to be won, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, so Grundy and uh, Goldstein, so that's the, mm. the so, key matchup. Yeah, Grundy was against sort of a no-name Ruckman against the uh, Gold Coast Suns, but they only won the clearances by six. Yeah. And obviously they couldn't win the game. So I think Cunnington, Simpkin, um, will probably lose the hit out again, but if they can read uh, Grundy's taps... Yeah. And get the ball moving our way, then it'll go a long way. How do you think Collingwood's midfield is sort of structuring up and like how they're performing today? Yes, uh, not great. I think Penelope's having a quiet season, so um, he has an odd game, good game here and there, but yeah, not just, as consistent. Yeah, hundred percent. And I mean, Dugowie is not really playing midfield. Obviously, missing Phillips and I mean Stevenson never played midfield and and Trelaw as well. They're really missing those players. And Taylor is the important most important. Taylor Adams, Taylor Adams yeah. yeah. When he was there, yeah, best and fairest last season. So they're mm-hmm. right down a bit. Um, I mean they do have yeah some young players coming through like Dacos and they'll have his brother as well next season. But yeah, just, but not for this game though. No, not this game. <laughs> but it doesn't look like a. Um, yeah, it doesn't look like a top eight midfield. Mm, yeah, I think Turner might go to Dacos because. Yeah. Um, He's the right sort of body shape and size because I think Penelope is too big. Maybe Sire comes back in because um, yeah, I think he played the VFL yeah. to be that big body because um, they're going to have to pay attention to Cunnington. So maybe they're, maybe Chris Main might follow Cunnington yeah. around. Yeah. Um, but hopefully yeah, Dave Junior can come in and help um, yeah, provide a bit more class yeah. to our midfield. I think Darcy Moore goes back to defence as well. He should because he had like four or five touches on the weekend. Yeah, lowest rated player I think at, at one stage. Yeah, yeah this, this doesn't have the confidence to play forward. So, um, I think Marcek and Cameron, you're tall enough there with those two. Yeah. Um, it's at Etihad, so you probably don't need to, massive, like big forward line. So, yeah. maybe Moore goes back, to, picks up Larky because we're pretty sort of undermanned in um, in, in our in our forward, forward line. line yeah. So, um, 
Yeah, but otherwise, I think it'll be a close game. Both teams sort of struggling. Um, you'd, who do you reckon? You reckon Collingwood's probably struggling more, yeah? Yeah. Or I, Kangaroos will win. I think there's more heat on the Pies. I think yeah. if they win, if Roos win this, mm-hmm. it's going to be hard to see if Bucks keeps his job. But mm-hmm. I, don't know, I think it's probably your best chance to, to win so far this season. Yeah, we play the, the three bottom teams, I mean, apart from us, in the next three yeah. weeks. So we play Hawthorne and Essendon after this. So this is probably our best chance yet to get a win. So, yeah, I think the club, and it's at a Marvel home game. So yeah. the players should come out firing. And um, hopefully a good start and we can, yeah, maintain that. The four quarters, yeah. Um, yeah, that's about it for this game, I think. Mentioned most things. Um, who, you guys have the big... Um, Showdown. Yeah, so massive game for both teams coming off disappointing losses. Port's actually won the last two by 57 and 75 points. So, mm. yeah, the Heat's really on the crows to stand up in the showdown. I think Cleary goes to Tex. Averages five goals in wins versus three in losses. So it's a big, big role for Cleary. Um, did get touched up a bit by Danner on the weekend, so I expect him to respond. Um, Boak and Burden are both cleared. So I think Boak and Laird is... Maybe the obvious matchup in there. Sloan's still out with the with the uh, eye. I did hear on radio that if he gets the all clear oh, by the doctor, play. he might play. So still needs he needs to get the all clear. Oh, he's at, listed as a test, so yeah, wouldn't be surprised if yeah. he comes back. Could come Good back. Spot. Yeah. So yeah, maybe Sloke, Sloan and Boke then. Um, I think Keys maybe goes to Wind. Um, would be his first tag. He's probably having an all Australian year. Deserves it. I think Ali is probably the only one with the size to go against Dilthorpe. What did you say? Sorry, first tag. Oh, first for tag. Wines? Yeah, he's okay. a, he hasn't got tagged at all. This yeah. I think both got tagged a few times. but And Butters got tagged, didn't he? Didn't yeah, he Butters got... Yeah. Uh, he had a tag at some stage, yeah, earlier on. Um, I think Dixon versus Butts has been pretty impressive as a rookie. Um, and Laddams, I think, might come in for Marshall. Potentially, Marshall's had a yeah, quite weak... Um, quite a couple of weeks, actually. And, yeah, 2019 first round of Dylan Williams. I think he comes in for Mays. Three first quarter goals in the Sandfall. And probably Farrell in for Woodcock as well. Um just don't think Woodcock's it's in the best 22. quite a lot of changes. How many changes is that? It's like four or five? Uh, through, yes. Off before it's with Bo coming in. Okay, right. Phil yeah. um, Thorpe. Yeah, he's going to be <laughs> a good player. Took a couple of good marks. On the weekend again, but not as dominant as his five goal team. Yeah, I think that it came against better competition too. I think the Hawks, mm. yeah, backlines, uh, not as good as the the Giants. And uh, yeah, Hartlett I mentioned before. I think maybe he makes a big decision and drops Hartlett. Who's in the leadership group? He's been pretty down since his injury return, um, turnovers, and yeah, just not playing to his level. So yeah, we'll see if he yeah, does that. Mm-hmm. And um. Capacity for this crowd, I think it's uh, full capacity. Yeah, they announced that. Uh, okay. I got an email actually um, as a member. Yeah, it's full full capacity, so yeah, it's good to see. And I think we had 100k at the MCG last week as well for d- uh, dogs and tigers. The capacity, anyway. Uh, You're allowed 100. percent Right. So, okay. Yeah, it's good, um, good to see. Yeah. So you confident going into this? What are you guys wearing? There was a bit of controversy <laughs> about the strip. Yeah. Yeah, we're not wearing the prison part of it. Not worth the four points, mm. um, but yeah, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll see. I think it'll just be the, the normal home home Gandhi. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, some underrated surprise packets. So who have you got this week? Yeah, I went for another Gold Coast player because yeah. I don't think too many talk it, about them. The yeah, the public uh, knows them. So took Miller. So he had um, he's had thirty four, thirty six, and twenty seven touches in the last three weeks. 
and was probably best on ground against the Pies on the yeah. weekend. So uh, he's second in the AFL for tackles as well. So not only is he winning his own footy, he can be defensively really impressive as well. Yeah. Uh, 12th for total disposals. He's only 25, so he's coming into his prime now. Yeah. Uh, 124 games in his career, so he's been pretty durable there. Um, and he's a good leader as well. So, and he's not that tall, just 178 centimetres. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so for a small midfielder to play that defensive run with Brawl against bigger opponents yeah. is um, pretty impressive. And he's um, a leadership group as well, isn't it? He must be, yeah. yeah. He's been, um, been there for a while. Yeah, so should be in the All-Australian conversation, surely. Yeah, with form like that, 100%. And it would be disappointing like if these guys get overlooked just because they're not in the yeah, the Melbourne bubble. Or, yeah. yeah, Hugh Greenwood's having a really good year as well for the Suns. They've got mm-hmm. a few in contention. Yeah, and um, one of our favourites, um, what's Noah Anderson, just yeah. keeps uh, impressing. So. Yeah. What about you? You had another person from Queensland. Yeah, Daniel McStay. So, yeah, just no, no coincidence the Lions are 3-0 since he came back in. Doesn't average many touches and marks, but it doesn't get outmarked and allows... Yeah, Danaher and Hipwood to go one-on-one and allows Danaher to yeah, roam up the ground a bit more. Elite pressure with four tackles per game and 80% goal accuracy. So he's yeah, definitely critical for their structure, um, even though he doesn't yeah, light the scoreboard up with yeah, disposals and, and marks. Yeah, he's just another tall sort of marking player for the opposition yeah. to worry about. Yeah, So even if Danaher or Hipwood get dragged up the ground, yeah. then you know that there's two targets inside 50 that yeah. your teammates can go, go to. So Yeah, 100%. No, it definitely uh, puts the defensive, um, yeah, the opposition's defense in, uh, like under pressure. Really. Yeah, I mean, Jonas normally plays as that third tall and yeah, he was occupied with Mistay, so he couldn't help out Quirry mm-hmm. and Alia with yeah, Danner and Hipwood. So, yeah, just illustrates that. Um, mm-hmm. The tipping. All right, so yeah. what's happened here? <laughs> so, yeah, Sharnika's uh, <laughs> sort of upset strategy has uh, worked this this round so it was a tough round which a lot of even games so um he's turned the two-point deficit into a two-point uh lead against me so leads going into round eight is it round eight yeah Yeah, 40 to 38 so yeah maybe i should spend more time thinking about my tips upsets (laughs) no i think if i continue the upsets you'll probably be too ahead after this round yeah if you keep going upsets you're not going to win so maybe now (laughs) tables have turned Play safer, maybe. So, yeah, Tigers and Geelong at the G to kick off the round. I've got the Tigers. Uh, yeah, it's hard to, like, not tip the Tigers because yeah. they've had the wood over Geelong for a few years now. And, and after they... last week, too, with the Dogs. The second half, oh, anyway. Yeah, so um, you don't know what you're going to get with Geelong. Mostly it's been pretty average for this year. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go for the Tigers as well. And uh, Dustin Martin comes back. Yeah, you would, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dust, and then you got yeah, Shea Bolton too as the little apprentice. Yeah, he's amazing. I just like, he's fast becoming my favorite player to watch outside yeah. the Rouge. Just his agility and ball handling, uh, evasiveness. Yeah. He's just almost unmatched. Yeah, going to get a big contract, I think, as well, on the back of it. And uh, yeah, Giants versus the Dons at Giants Stadium. I've got the Giants. Uh, yeah, I'll go for the Giants as well. Just uh, a massive win away. Uh, on the weekend and they'll continue that form into this game and um yeah good start for Hogan as well in his debut good to see uh the Suns versus the Saints at Metricon I've got the Saints to yeah keep going with the form against the Hawks 
All right. So you're expecting Marshall and Ryder to keep playing? Yeah, I think they're just there. Yeah, they're the point of difference for that team. And yeah, Suns don't have wits and playing undersized. I think Angus Graham. Or oh, Caleb Graham, sorry. Right, okay. I might go for the Gold Coast here. Yeah. This could be my upset. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think, um, yeah, the undersized Ruckman took a part, didn't take a part, but I was able to. Still. Yeah, against. No, they lost the clearances, but won the game. Oh, it wasn't, it wasn't a huge difference. Like, no, not a huge difference. Yeah, against Grundy, yeah. So. Um, we can Gold Coast, they're in pretty good form, so and it's up there, so it wouldn't surprise me if they could, um, if they pinch this. But I can also see um, St. Kilda smashing them, but yeah. yeah, we'll go for the Gold Coast. And uh, your game, Ruse and the Pies at Marvel, I've got the Ruse to notch their first win. Yeah, I had to think about this one, the only game I thought about today. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah I'm going to go for the Ruse as well, I reckon yeah, we'll, um, we'll bounce back after seven losses, yeah. and... Yeah, I think Collingwood play FDA yeah, not too bad. They play, played okay. Um, we tend to play okay against Collingwood in recent times. Won against them a couple of years ago, and not last year, but um, yeah, I reckon Goldie might be due for a decent game. He's been a bit down this year, but yeah, um, yeah hopefully yeah, we can get on top. The midfield can get on top and uh, kick a winning score. Yeah. And the D's versus the Swans at the MCG. I've got the D's to remain unbeaten. Oh, this is another tough one. Like, toss they up, could, they um, yeah, Melbourne could be in for a down one, but um, again, I think just percentages plays playing them out against Melbourne will, even if Buddy does come back. Yeah, and Frank was listed as a test as well, so maybe he comes back. But yeah, Gorn versus Hickey will be a yeah, huge matchup. Mm-hmm. Uh, Port Adelaide in the showdown. I've got Port to go ahead twenty five twenty four overall in the. Um, yeah, I reckon, yeah, Port as well. I reckon they have to bounce back. They can't drop this game. And uh, Adelaide, they've sort of come back to the pack a bit. Yeah. Have, and they've lost their last three on the trot. Yeah. And I think, um, yeah, with both back, it should be enough. The Hawks versus the Eagles at the G. I've got the Eagles. Yeah, just can't drop an away game against, yeah, bottom four team. Oh, yeah, it's another sort of tough one. You never know, Clarkson might yeah. pull out something here, but... Um, yeah, the tips look very similar this week. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll go for the West Coast as well. I can't see. They had a good win, so um, yeah, we'll see. The Bulldogs versus Carlton at Marvel. I've got the Dogs. Uh, yeah, the Dogs as well. I think Carlton had a better game, but they did still let Essendon kick like 100 points. Yeah. Uh, so I think to be a good team, you can't allow oppositions to kick. That many goals. Yeah, 100%. And uh, they don't play well against the better teams too. And with Jamara, when do you think... You think he'll get a debut this season? They played Shaggy ahead of him. They played Shaggy ahead of him. Yeah. Um, Shaggy didn't get much of it. They were saying on the radio that Jamara would be better suited if Team English plays as well. So you have Martin and yeah. English in the rock, so Jamara doesn't have to so yeah. cheat or anything. Yeah, and just stay for forward. Okay. Um, but, um, yeah, I'm excited to see him debut. So, he's been in pretty good form yeah, in the exactly. VFL. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it might be the right time against... Um, Carlton, yeah. Yeah, stretch their defence. Yeah, and uh, Frio versus Brisbane at Optus. I've got Brisbane. And, yeah, Frio were just really disappointing with them, that blowout loss. Yeah, I don't think it's at Optus, though. I think it's at the Gabba. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. Gabba. <laughs> um, so, but I'll still go, yeah, Brisbane, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, just a home ground advantage. Might, probably is enough really because otherwise 
yeah, Frio is just up and down this year, so it's hard to tip them. Um, but uh, yeah, <laughs> nothing else sad really. Yeah, McStay will get his boys over the line. Yeah, McStay, our boy McStay. And uh, yeah, we'll wrap it up. I think we got a yeah. Hopefully, got a guest next week, so we'll reveal that maybe. Uh, yeah, now maybe <laughs> yeah next week. Hopefully. Surprise. Yeah, so hopefully he's a Collingwood supporter, so hopefully he watches the game and we can have a good discussion about yeah the game against the Roos. Yeah, maybe prison bar debate as well. So catch you guys next week. Thanks for listening.